You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's time now for It's My Money, brought to you by Brentus Wealth. And Brentus Wealth has twice been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager. The last time was in 2020. And with me from Brentus Wealth in Pretoria is Johan Berger. Johan, you gave me a few topics for the, today's chat. And the first one is something that is very front of mind, and that's market volatility. I mean, it was a week ago when it looked as though the US markets in particular were on a precipice. And then on Friday, we had a rally. Yesterday, we had a rally. And people are forgetting about it. But I think we should factor in volatility for the rest of this year, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. If you take actually what happened in the last two years and the amount of money people made, let's take the US market, for example, they made loads and bucket loads of money. So, And it's not sustainable. Uh, once in a while, there must be a correction. Um, I know on this program, uh, we chat about reasons why the, why we had volatility, interest rates, inflation, uh, obviously the stimulus the last two years. Um, and and at some point, um, that stimulus package can't continue. Um, so volatility will happen from time to time. Yes. So how should people behave given this volatility? Some people will say, well, because of this volatility, that usually signals a trend change and the market's going to go down, so I should get out. Or should you, if someone does say that to you, and I would imagine that you sit down with them and say, here's a long-term graph of stock markets worldwide, whether it be the S&P 500, the MSCI, or even the JSC Top 40 Index, and say, look, you see that long-term chart? You see that little blip? That is what this little blip is going to look like in, in five years' time, so stay in. Is that your advice? Yes, definitely. I think the biggest mistake a lot of investors do make is they look at their investments and look at the highest point, and then they compare after, let's say, a month of correction, and nobody knows how long this correction will take, but they take the highest point and then they compare off a correction and say, well, what has happened? Um, is it the end of the world? Should I change? And people tend to forget what the whole objective of the investment is. I mean, if you have equity exposure, you should have a long-term view of that particular investment. And, and once again, volatility will occur. It's not sustainable for high growth type of investments to plot along a straight line. That won't happen. And it hasn't happened in the last hundred years and it won't happen in the future. So I think people must go back to, in a way, go back to basics and say, what is the objective in order to generate returns greater than inflation? I have to take that risk. The negative aspect about risk is that there will be volatility, but that's unfortunately the only way you can combat inflation and generate real growth on your investments. Great advice, Johan. The other thing that's preoccupying people at the moment is the retirement annuity deadlines, RA deadlines, let's call it, and also tax-free savings account deadlines as well. Uh, because I, I recently conducted an interview on TFSAs and it seems to me that they're becoming more and more important because the institution that I spoke to has seen a doubling of TFSA accounts being opened. I don't know if you've experienced the same at Brenthurst. Yeah, definitely we have. I think it's firstly um, important to establish what is the difference between the two. And, and just a brief summary, 
Uh, I don't think we have enough time to, to go into detail, but in short, a retirement annuity is an investment vehicle where, unfortunately, you have to adhere to certain regulations. We call it Regulation 28. Yes. And in brief, you can only invest a certain portion offshore, namely 30%, and the balance must consist of South African assets, either in the form of bonds or equities. But the main advantage of a retirement annuity is that the portion that you place or put into that vehicle is tax deductible up until 27.5% of your taxable income with a limit or a ceiling of 350,000. The other advantage is whatever you put in that vehicle is tax-free growth. So one, you get a tax deduction and secondly, it's tax-free growth. And lastly, it doesn't form part of your estate. The negative thing about it, it's in a way fixed till the age of 55. And at retirement, which can happen at any stage after 55, age of 55, only one third can be redeemed in cash where the first 500,000 will be tax free. And then let's say you do retire and the bulk goes into what we call a living annuity or type of pension, the income from that will be taxable. In short, um, retirement annuities can be beneficial for a lot of clients or a lot of investors out there. My recommendation, go and chat to somebody and say, well, will this particular investment suit my current needs, my circumstances? A lot of young people in South Africa are uncertain for the future. Will they remain in South Africa? Where are they going? Uh, Type of income, their current age. All those factors play a vital role to decide, should I actually invest invest in a retirement annuity? If we take the tax-free savings account, no tax deductions. It's a totally different vehicle. It's almost a liquid investment, no regulations in terms of how you may invest. You can go 100% offshore. The biggest advantage of the tax-free savings account is that you can get capital or let's call it capital gains free growth. So there will be no interest taxable in the future. But in that particular vehicle, you actually want equity. So there will be no capital gains tax. So this is ideal for younger investors. The negative thing is you can only invest 36000 per annum in this investment and lastly 500000 in your lifetime. Hopefully that amount will change as time goes by. But this is specifically ideal for younger people to build a portfolio and generate tax-free growth over time. And if you treat it as a long-term investment as well, Johan, the fact is that um, if, if you'd have invested, for example, seven years ago when tax-free savings accounts were introduced by the authorities and you'd have put that money in, you've got the benefit because you don't touch it, because you treat it as a long-term investment and there's no tax. The beauty of compounding comes in, doesn't it? Yes, 100%. And over time, that's where the big advantage comes in and my personal opinion won't even make a big difference over a year period or even a five-year period pretty much based on the limited amount you are allowed to put into that vehicle on an annual basis namely 36,000 so let's say you, you generated growth of let's say 20 percent I'm use, just using an example 
if you generate, let's say, 6,000 rand of growth on your first year, once again, in normal tax tables, that will be tax deductible in any way for a normal liquid investment. But just imagine, let's say you do this for 15 years or 20 years and you put in the full 500,000 and just leave it. The capital gain that you can generate from such investments, and let's say you treat it as a, as a pension one day where you're going to need that um, on a monthly basis or a portion of that on a monthly basis, that will be a tax-free income that you can generate. So sometimes from the investment point of view, there's a pecking order for most young younger investments. I would recommend if you're fortunate enough to invest X amount in investments, the first one should be 3000 per month in a tax-free savings account. Secondly, yes, look at a retirement annuity. There are advantages, but once again, it's not suitable for everybody. And then lastly, any amount above that in a pure normal liquid investment where you have control, it's always liquid, you can go 100% offshore, 100% in all types of equities. I mean, the, the number of assets you can go in is is endless. So from my point of view, tax-free savings should be right up the pecking order uh, when you start investing as a young person. Very good advice, Johan. Tax-free savings accounts, RAs, uh, given your situation, uh, should be looked at as well. And also don't worry too much about market volatility. Enjoy the ride, but don't change your long-term fundamentals just because the market's going up and down a bit. Johan, thanks very much for your time. Johan Berger is from Brentes Wealth in Pretoria, and that was It's My Money. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.